Today's conversation is all about what to do when you feel like you don't have enough time to do everything. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. You are right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are right. There are actually physically not enough hours in the day for you to do everything. So let's just get that out of the way right up front. <laughs> ta-da, end of podcast. Yeah, ta-da. ta-da. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. You don't think you have enough time. You're right. <laughs> so how do we overcome the fact that you're right? There are not physically enough hours in the day. Well, I think you and I have learned a lot of tips and tricks for balancing work and home and kids and time management, which I, I don't know what the actual number one thing that moms search on Google is, but I'm pretty sure time management is up there somewhere. It's gotta be up there. It's gotta be up there. Um, and that's like, that's the big thing is as a mom, you have, I, for me, I picture like three or four like chunks of my life. Like I have the work part where I'm like working and I have the home part where I have to take care of the house and I have the kids part where I have to be a mom and then I'm married. So I have the wife part where I'm being the wife. Um, and then I try to have like a me part for me, but that's usually at the bottom of the list. Um, and so it's like, you can't, you have all these big things and each one of those is like a full-time thing. And there's just, you can't, I, so many times over 2020, back in 2020, when all the kids were home for school, I found myself just standing in my kitchen telling my husband, I don't have enough time. I physically don't have enough time to do all of the things I need to do. (laughs) Yeah. So Jesse, what is one of your favorite tips for helping to fit stuff into the time that we do have? I mean, for me, it's a few things. First is figuring out how to prioritize what you find most important. And we can't do that for you. So we can give you our tips and tricks and talk about some of the things that are priorities to us. But at the end of the day, like the first thing you need to do is sit down and think about what is important to you in your life. And just by starting to adjust those priorities and mindset shifts, that's going to make a huge difference. Like, is it important to you to have a spotless house? It's personally not not important to me to have a spotless house. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice, but that's it's not realistic. Great. Oh, yeah. and, and you find ways to help out. Like in the last episode, I talked about my dishes trick. Um, but another trick that I did is I realized I just could not keep up with the 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 sweeping, right? And the vacuuming. So I bought one of those robot vacuums. We call him Roby because he's our robot. I love vacuum. that. <laughs> 
We call him Roby. And so we are just like, oh, there's a whole bunch of crumbs on the floor. Let's run Roby. Like <laughs> just being able to say, let's run Roby. And then I can go off and play with the kids has made a huge difference. So it's just prioritizing like, do I have to be the one to sweep the floor? Or can this magical robot do it for me? Now, he's not going <laughs> to do as good a job as I am because nobody's ever going to do as good a job as you right? Nobody's going to do things the way you would do them. No one will ever do it to your standards, but it's good enough. And so it's for me, the first thing you need to do is prioritize what is good enough and what areas of your life you have to, not, not you have to, but you really want to put forth that extra effort. So um, another thing that, that I like to do is, is kind of almost categorize tasks and different things that we need to do. And that's kind of part of the way I find what my priorities are. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Eisenhower matrix. So it is a, there are a lot, like Angela said, I'm sure a lot of people have looked up online, like (laughs) time management and, you know, all these things of, of what to do. Um, but one, one method that I think has really helped is, is this Eisenhower decision matrix, right? So basically the concept is you have four different categories and you decide which category something goes in based on whether it's urgent or not, and whether it's important or not. So the first category are things that are both urgent and important. And those are the things you're going to do first. So examples of that would be like, you know, getting the car fixed if it's your only family vehicle or delivering a client project that's due today. Like those are things that are urgent because they need done today and important because it's important to deliver that project. It's important to get the car fixed. So those things that are both timely and super important, like you need to get do those things first. The second category are the things that are not urgent, but they are still very (laughs) important. These are the things that you need to decide to do, that you schedule to do in your day. So this might be like going to the movies with your kids or even deciding to go on vacation. Like it's important to take a vacation, but it's not urgent. Like nothing bad's going to happen if you know, you decide to take a vacation three weeks from now instead of six months from now. Right. In your business, that might look like creating quarterly or annual business goals. Like it's important to create goals in your business, but it's not urgent that it gets done today. So those are, I I would think like the category two things, right? Like you need to make sure that they get done. So you need to decide and schedule them, but it's okay if it's not right this second. The third category are the things that are urgent, like they need done right now today, but they're not necessarily important. And this one is the hardest category to accept because these are the things like answering and, you know, checking and answering your email in your business or emptying your dishwasher or scheduling XYZ. Like it's really hard to let that go 
that it doesn't have to be you. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, and these are the things that you delegate. Yeah. That's a great place to delegate. Yeah. So, so if you ask your child, if they're old enough to empty the dishwasher or put away their clothes, it's, it's something that like, okay, so someone might say, okay, well, how is emptying the dishwasher urgent? Well, um, I don't know about you, but I don't want mold growing in my dishwasher. Like, (laughs) yes, you gotta get that for the dirty dishes and you need room for the dirty dishes. So to me, that's a little urgent as in like urgent doesn't mean hair on fire, but urgent means it needs done today. Like it actually needs done sooner rather than later. So in the same thing with like checking and answering emails, like there are certain emails that need answered. But the question is, are you sure you have to be the one to answer them? You might delegate that to someone else. And again, these are the things that are going to be really hard because a lot of times we sit here and we think we're super mom or that we want to be super mom. And we think super mom equals doing all of the things ourselves. But you know what? Sometimes our kids might see us as super mom even when we're not doing all the things. We can't assume what our kids are going to equate to being super mom. And also think about if you want to instill that mindset in your children. Do I want my kid to think she has to do it all? That's going to lead to burnout for my kid. So sometimes think about what example you're setting for them. And the final category are the things that we're going to delete. They're not important. They're not urgent. We just need to flat out delete them. So. Things like binge watching shows or scrolling social media with no purpose during our workday. I'm not saying these things cannot be important, but if we're doing them with no purpose, then we need to delete them. If you are binge watching a TV show because it's your refresh time and your self-care, me time, by all means, do that. Like, that's cool. But if you're doing it to avoid doing something else, <laughs> probably not the best use of your time. Yep. Yeah, I like that. And we'll put um, like an Eisenhower Matrix uh, image up on the show notes so you can take a look at that and see how those get separated out. Yeah. For me, because I struggle with the urgent, important, not important. I struggle with categorizing those. I use time blocking in my day, but I use time blocking a little differently. When I first learned about time blocking, it was like, so from eight to 10, I'm going to work on this client's work. And from 10 to 12, I'm going to check my email and do this and whatever. It was like very specific. I use four big chunks, which actually probably correspond to the Eisenhower matrix. It's just a different way of looking at it. Um, I have focus time, which is like, I guess would be like the urgent important stuff. It's like, I need to sit down, I need to focus, I need to get this done. I have social time, which is talking to people, networking at home, like connecting with my kids. I have admin time. So like checking your email, paying bills. And I have recovery time, which is like me time, time that I have to relax. And so what I tend to do is 
I will have each of those times for both work and home. So I'll have like a focused block for work where I work on client work and I just start at my list and go down my list. And then I will have like a social block, which is checking in with clients, checking on social media, whatever. And then I can have an admin block, which is like checking my email, sorting my task list, things like that. For the home stuff, which kind of gets mixed in through the day, and I'll put a thing up on our show notes too to kind of show how my day gets structured just to give you an idea. Um, So like focus time is things around the house that like really need to get done. Like I really need to clean the coffee pot or, you know, like the things that aren't normally on the list, but have suddenly become urgent. And social time is where I'll check in with my kids. Do they need a snack? Do they need help putting sunscreen on for the day? Can I empty the dishwasher, check in with my husband, plan for dinner, things like that that are a little more family oriented. Um, And that is great because it also helps stop some of those interruptions later in the day. If I have taken time during that social block to make sure my kids have all the snacks and the drinks and the sunscreen, then they're less likely to come interrupt me for snacks and drinks and sunscreen when I'm trying to do that focused work. Admin time is like paying bills, um, making a grocery list, things like that. And then the recovery time spans for both of those. And that's just time I take off. I might read, I might be playing with my kids, I might watch a show, but it's time when the other things of the day are not allowed to make demands on my time. (laughs) Like I carve out that time. And I actually have time, a lot of my recovery time in the mornings because I will get up before other people, which is really hard (laughs) and have coffee and read or just scroll the Facebook or watch TikToks or whatever. And, you know, like Jesse said, if you're doing it with a purpose, that's fine. But if I'm sitting at my desk at three o'clock in the afternoon with a client project due in two hours and I'm scrolling TikTok, that's not helpful. So carving out that specific time for that makes me feel like I am still getting that, but it's not impeding the other things. Um, So that's how I tend to schedule my days and and make things function. And stuff still falls through the cracks. Um, Like Jesse said, delegate, ask for help, keep asking for help. Um, I ask my kids for help every day. Like chore charts don't really work here. So just every day I will be like, Hey, wipe down the bathroom or I'll snag my 12 year old and be like, Hey, empty the dishwasher for me. And you know, there's still that mental work of keeping track of everything, but it's easier for me to just see the thing that needs done and ask a kid to do it than try to do the chore chart and then be frustrated when they're not doing the chores. Like I still have to ask them to do the chores, even if it's on the chore chart. So I might as well just see the thing that needs done and ask them to do it. And I actually got surprised the other day because I came in from being outside with my younger two and my 12 year old had just emptied the dishwasher. Like she just saw that it needed emptied and did it because I had been asking her to empty the dishwasher so much. So eventually, (laughs) yes, eventually they will start to recognize those things like, oh, mom is always asking me to do this thing and they will 
do it. It'll become a habit for them. And one of the things that I try to do is ask them to do different things so that they get that, hopefully get that sense of noticing that a thing needs done and wanting to help out the family and doing that thing. I think this would be a really great time to to point out that if you are really like your head is spinning right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is that I don't actually write those things down in categories. Oh yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> this is for, I mean, cause like Angela said uh, about the chore chart, she's like, chore charts don't really work. So for me, like I can think, Oh, is this task that I'm working on? What kind of a category is it in? Like I can think about it. That I don't actually write things down. I don't draw out an Eisenhower matrix and say, these are the things in this category. And these <laughs> are the, like, I don't do that because that's not realistic for me. You know, for some people it is. Some people like to see that visual and have that organization. And I am, I consider myself a very organized person, but that's not realistic for even me. So <laughs> yes. um, I just want to point that out that what, again, like we've said this before, take the tips Take the parts you want, leave the rest. Yep. So, and that's kind of what we did. Like I learned about the Eisenhower matrix and I'm taking the parts I want, which is kind of categorizing things, but I'm leaving the rest. Like I'm not actually writing that down. I'm not actually splitting things out. And for Angela, having those times, like she's not saying during this time, I have to do these things. Right. No, she's just saying, you know what? I'm coming up on a social block. So I'm going to go do whatever thing I want that's social. Yeah. She's not scheduling it because when she hits that block and you had scheduled, you're going to take the kids to the pool. And yet when you hit, hit that scheduled block, you have a migraine that's not happening and you're going to let yourself down. So instead it might be once you hit that block, Oh, I have a migraine. You know what? Maybe I'll help the kids set up the sprinkler in the backyard. Right. So because you didn't, you didn't schedule things to, to me, Scheduling things to a T is going to lead to being let down because things are not always going to work out the way you had wanted. So if you maybe schedule things a little looser, it might help. Like for me, I don't time block like that. I mean, but I'm also the type of person like Angela, again, take what's best for you. For Angela, Mm -hmm. she likes recovery time in the morning. That really works for her. I'm the opposite. I have to do focus time like immediately. For me, I can't relax unless the things I have to get done are done. So I'm the type of person that wants to just work all day. Like, so we hit the weekend, for example, and my husband is the type of person that's like, all right, it's the weekend. Like, let's just do nothing all day Saturday. And then, you know, maybe if we have some stuff on Sunday, we'll, we'll get it done. And I'm the opposite. I'm the, let's work all day Saturday so we can <laughs> freely relax on, on Sunday. So <laughs> we butt heads a lot in that sense because I wake up Saturday morning ready to get like the house cleaned so that I can relax the rest of the weekend. And he's like, hey, Saturday morning's here. I can finally do nothing. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's finding that realistic balance of things. But but what we wanted you to kind of get out of this episode is just some ideas on how you might schedule your time or how you might look at some of the tasks that you need to do in work and life to, to really help you on your journey to prioritizing things that are important. 
Angela, can you mention um, that one thing about about having a list of like 20 things to do in oh, getting success? Yes. So I am a very forgetful person. And so I write things down all the time. If somebody messages me, even something simple and says like, hey, can you change this color on a website or whatever? I have to write it down or I will forget. So my to-do list tends to be like 20, 25 things long for the day. And it can include work stuff and house stuff, like fold the laundry and do this client project. And so, showering. And showering. Showering can be on your list. Yes, showering can be on your to-do list because, you know, as moms, it's easy to find yourself at the end of the day and realize that, you know, you didn't shower again today. Mm-hmm. So, yes, showering can be on the list. And... <laughs> What I and now I'm like do. sitting here like, gosh, when was the last time this I took a shower? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, side note, we actually have a rule in our house that if someone asks you when is the last time you showered and your answer starts with, um, you have to go take a shower. So just. All right. I'll be back quick, later. <laughs> quick tip for everybody. <laughs> um, but what I do is I look at my list and I pick like three things that have to get done today. Now it might be a client project that's due today. It might be folding the laundry that's been sitting in the basket for a week. It might be showering, Um, but just three things that have to get done today. And that's where I put my focus and getting those three things done. Even if I still have 17 other things on my to-do list feels like success because I set out to do these three things from my list and those three things got done. So just kind of breaking down that into smaller things. And then I'm now used to having a rolling to-do list, like new Mm -hmm. stuff gets added and it doesn't have to go in order, but new stuff gets added to the bottom and stuff gets checked off. And I have that rolling to-do list, but I only have a few things in a day that absolutely have to get done so that I still get that feeling of accomplishment and success. I like that a lot. So today's challenge is look at how you are structuring your day and where you might be able to change things up to make things work a little better. Is something like the Eisenhower block going to work for you? Is time blocking going to work for you? Is there a different system that might work for you? Um, just kind of what you could do to make things fit in your day a little better and where you might be able to delegate some things. And also think about how you personally roll with the day. Like, do you need some recovery time in the morning like Angela, or do you need to just get some things done first thing in the day like Jesse, like me? (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.